Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. Not so victory Monday. <laughs> Not at all. At all. No. Uh, but let's get into the beers. D, what you drinking? I am back east ice cream man. Drinking out of the non-victory Monday mug. <sighs> Not even a mug. It's a cup. Can't get anything right right now. What do you got? I got... I got greater good pulp, solid, delicious beer. I mean, let's look at it. It's beautiful, delicious. Mm. All right. So the Packers didn't win. No. Since we last talked, the Bills have lost two games. And the Atlanta Braves fell from three games to one to lose in the National League Championship Series. Let's start with football. (laughs) Talk to me about the Packers yesterday. Because they came out firing. Had nothing. I thought it was going to be over in the first five minutes. Aaron Rodgers, air humping, but the touchdown didn't count because I guess you can't – I guess if you're the quarterback, your knee can't touch the ground and then you keep going like a normal back. I don't know. I don't know what the call was there, why that wasn't a touchdown. I think I walked out of the room because I thought it was just a touchdown. 38-10 to 10 loss. Tampa went on this crazy 38-point scoring streak. That started with a with the third career, third career, by the way, pick six of Aaron Rodgers. Now, I don't know if you saw the pick. He was pretty much like, hey, you. And his eyes literally. His looked, eyes never left. It was just. Devontae, Devontae, he was like, Devontae, Devontae, Devontae. hey, I'm going to throw it to you over there. Yep. It, it, you know, not, not what you're going for. You know, I read things, people are saying, well, he didn't have any time. And by the end of that game, man, he, he's getting sacked, rush. It's just one of those, it, it reminds me of San Francisco last year. reminds me of um, the Chargers. I can't remember if they were San Diego or LA last year, but the Chargers game, the, they, just the Bosa brothers, just tearing them up. Bakhtiari went down. Man. It was like, you kind of just put it, you know, you kind of talked about it when we were off air. One of those games you just kind of put in the back burner and hope you learn from it. Stay as healthy as you can. We had Kenny Clark come back. Couldn't stop the run. Devontae Adams came back. He didn't look, I mean, he started out good, but then the Rodgers of last year came out where he just was only looking for Devontae Adams and wasn't spreading the ball out like he had been doing. The defense has absolutely no pass rush, which was their, calling card last year it's what they did they just sacked people and they're not um i'll say this it's a it's a long season and when you're a good team and especially when you come out and you win your first four games it's easy to think well shit this is kind of easy like if we just keep doing it this way we're gonna be all right and the reality is like it's just it, it just doesn't work that way in the nfl because if you're a good team your schedule is tough yeah what i what i didn't like was their offense kind of changed a little bit like they weren't doing the jet sweep motions they weren't doing their what they've been successful with they've been kind they they changed it up and it was just the same same thing that they were struggling with um you know adrian amos the the safety dropped a a pick they're the worst in turnovers the worst pass rush in the league they're four and one 
they're four and one. They're tied. Well, not really tied because the Bears are five and one. Which, by the way, the Bears. Um, yeah. So we're gonna move on. It's gonna be next week. I thought they were gonna be three and two at this point, so they're a game up at where I thought they'd be. So. Yeah, and I mean the reality is, it's a loss. You're gonna take some losses during this season. It, it was going really well in the first ten minutes of the game. They had. Brady looking kind of like it wasn't going to be his day. And then all of a sudden, like you said, like pick six happens, a tip for another interception. And all of a sudden, again, and I'm going to talk, mention this with the Bills. They lost last week against Tennessee. We're not going to talk a lot about that game because there wasn't much to talk about. But Tennessee had four scoring drives where they started inside the Bills 30-yard line. Right. You can't can't beat a team if if they're playing on a short field. Right. I mean, I'm excited. We get – we, we saw what the what the Texans do. They let up a lot of points. Problem is, we now see what the Texans can do on offense, and now it's going to be a probable shootout. So right. it will it'll be interesting to see next week. Yeah, and again, about the Bills? one game. Yep. So the Bills are 4-2. and two. They just lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, 26-17, and an absolute weird game where the Bills decided we're not going to let Pat Mahomes beat us except on touchdown passes. And we're going to let the running backs run absolutely wild. I think they averaged over nine yards a carry. Yeah. It was a wet, kind of cold, swampy day in Buffalo. And instead of making Mahomes beat them with his arm when it was wet, and a couple of his throws early on were kind of fluttering all over the place, they decided, not going to do that. We're going to just let the running backs run for nine yards a carry. Somehow that almost worked. It almost worked. I mean, it was 23-17 yep. late, late in the fourth. They had an opportunity. They kind of blew that. Yep. Um, they had the homes were out, out in the – it was, what, third and six, I think, on the, on the right side of the, the 50, and they just let up a big, big yeah, game. But, but I'll say this. Josh Allen in the last two games has been bad. He's, he's, he played really, really well. He's one of the best players in the league in the first four weeks. In the last two weeks – He's regressed back to this thrown off his back foot, relying on like pure arm strength to make plays when in the first four weeks he was stepping into throws, he was making plays that a quarterback should do. And it's really frustrating to watch because he tries to, in my opinion, tries to be too Joe Cool in the moment where instead of stepping into a throw, he's falling backwards, he, you know, doing stuff that, you know, Mahomes does really well, but Mahomes only seems to do it when he needs to do it. Right. Whereas Allen finds himself doing it. I mean, that last pick that he threw at the end of the game was a perfect example. Just going to step off, you know, throw off his back foot and lob it, try to lob it over a, a defensive back into, I don't know, double, triple coverage. Bad throw, bad decision, whatever. Right. The Bills aren't a bad team. They're playing, they're, they're playing some tough teams, and they're beat up a little bit. Offensively, they're beat up a little bit. Defensively, missing Matt Milano right now in that linebacker core is really hurting them. Star opting out at the beginning of the season is showing its, its, its teeth right now. I mean, they had two healthy scratches with two of their defensive linemen, but they just said, we're not playing you this week because you're not showing up. And we're playing two guys off the practice squad. So, like, they're clearly trying to figure things out on defense. It's not working. Josh Norman is not a number two cornerback. He's in there because they lost Levi Wallace to the IR. Again, they're four and two. They're still on top of the division. They got the Jets next week, so hopefully they can hit the reset button to get ready for the Patriots. And, again, it, the Patriots are beatable. In, in two weeks, they could be 6-2 and two and be, what, 
four and one in the division. So like, I'm pissed off right now because they they just could have beat the Chiefs if they wanted to. Um, yep. They showed up and they didn't. Um, but the season's far from over. Far from over. We're we're in week six. And there's like a million other things that I feel like I could talk about, but like the reality is. You got the New York Jets next week. You got them at home. I, I believe they have them at home. If not, it doesn't ma- really matter. The Jets are really bad. They should be able to beat them, get themselves back on track. I, I 100% agree with you there. And, uh, and that defense, you know, I, it's a defense I, I was really high on at the beginning of the season. And, you know, like you said, they're, they're very hurt. And it's not – Yeah, they just – I mean, you, you watch them play and they don't – it's like they're trying to just – get by like they're trying to get to third and six and hope that they can make a play like that it's like they're not even like on first and second down it's just like hoping and then at the end of the game they start stuffing the run which I know they knew that the Chiefs were running it but like clearly the Chiefs game plan was to run the ball because they never stopped doing it and the Bills just never got up to the line and made plays um yeah whatever they're four and two they're still in first place right the Patriots are two and three what are we talking about all right give me your first NFL takeaway Bills, Chiefs, Patriots. Those are the upcoming games for the the New York Jets. Which one of those games finally takes Adam Gase out? None. He's not getting fired. At least he's I, here. Well, here's what I'll say. We. Well, I know you don't want him to get fired. No, but here's the point. Here's the point. He's going to get fired this season. Yep. I, I mean, I mean, he's an offensive mastermind, but at some point they're going to have to get rid of him. I just I, – I, see, I, I picked this because I wanted to hear you call him an offensive mastermind because it seems but to be – we've gotten to the point in the season where the Bills are already playing them for the second time, which, by the way, really weird scheduling that they'd play them twice in the first seven weeks. But whatever. Get this win next week. Yep. Let Adam Gase keep his job. Let the Chiefs beat up on him. I mean, it, I guess it doesn't really matter. The Jets are an awful team. Like, Joe Flacco – is running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah. He got nobody to throw to. Frank Gore is their only running back. I mean, I know they have other running backs, but, like, they, who, this team is so, so bad that if you yeah. have you don't have Gase, I don't think it matters. What, 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 I, what, I'm, what I don't understand is I understand you got Frank Gore, and I know Gase is trying to keep his job, but Frank Gore is not going to keep your job. Uh, LaMichael P. Ryan, find out what you have. So that way you know what you need to get next year. Like, let this rookie figure out what he's doing. Like, but, he's but, in my, but in my mind, how is Adam Gase trying to keep his job? There is no chance because they're not good enough to win football games right now, right? Like, in my mind, you're not good enough to win football games. If I was Adam Gase, I'd either be trying to figure out a way to get out of my job because it's clearly not working and I don't want this. To, like, every loss is just another stamp on the fact that this guy can't coach. Or two, I'd be out there trying some new stuff. If I'm yeah. such an offensive mastermind and I've got all these tricks in my bag, the way that the NFL is running offenses these days, like everybody's moving, everybody's running, everybody's shaking. And they, I mean, they had more time of possession. They won the turnover battle and they ran more plays than the Dolphins yesterday. And they lost 24 to nothing. It wasn't even nothing. close. Wasn't even close. No, it was not. It, it, was, so, it, was, yeah. it doesn't even matter. I mean, Gase, no Gase. If he gets fired – they promote the offensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator head coach. Somebody starts calling the plays. I mean – It's not going to change anything. No. And, and, like, the sad thing is maybe they get Trevor Lawrence out of this, but maybe they don't. 
maybe they end up just missing out on him because somebody else gets him. And because, by the way, there's going to be a lot of bad teams, but that's easy to handle there. Yeah, there's some bad teams. All right. You took my first one, so I'm going to go to my second one. The Kansas City Chiefs are now 5-1. and one. They ran for 2,000 yards tonight. Just about. And next week we'll have Le'Veon Bell in the offense. The rich get richer in this moment. How, does he, how much does he help this team? Depends on how he acts, to be honest. I mean, you're hoping that he comes in, isn't loud, and just kind of just tries to fit in and find a role. I mean, I think you're probably looking at – I was going to say a third down back, but uh, Hilaire does a good job in the third down. He's been pass catching all season. Yep. He, like, usually when a rookie comes in, they run, and then on third down they come out. They're, they're not – because they don't have the pass blocking protection – and all that and he's been doing it since day one without even going to training camp um it's gonna take a couple weeks for bell to get the the offense down i'm sure they'll do some some sort of package for him maybe split him out wide and i mean yeah it, it gives them so many opportunities to do something fun yeah. and crazy i, I and think I, I think it ends up being like a 50 50 split because I, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's all about his personality, but I assume he shows up committed to playing because if not, I mean, this is his last chance to kind of earn maybe another payday, maybe another opportunity to start in this league. I mean, this is it, right? So if you don't show up, it's over. But if he does show up and he shows us any little bit of the talent he had in Pittsburgh, that Chiefs offense is going to be even scarier. I mean, right. I mean, you're talking about Tyreek Hill. You're talking about – Kelsey, you're talking about Hilaire. You're talking about Bell in the mix there, either, you know, out wide in the slot, but, you know, two running backs. I mean, the way that their offense is made, I mean, yep. they, they, on, that, on the last touchdown the Chiefs ran in tonight, or last night, tonight, tonight, tonight. Yes. They had a running back in Kelsey in, right. in, next, to, next to Mahomes in the shotgun. And then they brought Tariq Hill behind him. Yeah. I, I mean – and then you got the two you got the two burners, Robinson and Hardman. So right. yeah. I mean the rich get richer. Ridiculous. What do you got next? Um speaking of running for about two thousand yards, Derrick Henry. <laughs> the this, guy, this guy's what, like six foot nine, two fifty, and he just breaks off a ninety four yard touchdown run like it's no big deal. They legitimately said it's third and goal. We score a touchdown here. We win the game. Let's just line him up by himself in the backfield, get the direct snap, and get three yards. They were like, that's not, not a big deal. Yep. That guy is just a tank, and I can't believe it took them that long to let him – let me steal a phrase from you – to let him cook. <laughs> here, here's what I'll say. Derek Henry's a monster. Ryan Tannehill is, is playing really well. Can we please stop – talking about all that the Titans went through when they violated all of the COVID rules and half the team and personnel were out because they contracted COVID. Can we please stop saying that like they overcame stuff and that nobody was, nobody was counting them in. Please stop. Y'all yeah, broke all the rules. You're about to get fined. And Oh, you got all your, all your healthy players got two weeks off to just chill. And, and, and while everybody else was playing football and you, and you screwed up everybody's schedule. So please stop. Please. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch that Bills game. 
Um, and I didn't see, I only saw on red zone, some of the highlights for the um, Texans game. But what I read on Twitter was them just being like, Oh, the Titans, they overcame this and they, all these positive tests. Well, no, they, if they would have just did it right and not held practices when they shouldn't have been holding them. And right. so, yeah. don't hold player only practices after people get test after people test positive. Stop. They're a really good football team, but please don't tell me that they overcame a lot. That's it. But yeah, Derrick Henry, he can cook. All right. Le'Veon Bell's former team is looking pretty damn good. The Steelers, oh, Steelers. are five and zero. We talked about it at the beginning of the season that their defense last year was really good. They make, they almost made the playoffs with like literally without playing a quarterback at times. It felt like yeah. who they had Duck and Mason, Duck and Rudolph were their guys last year. Yeah. Um, now that Ben's back. Whoever their wide receivers coaches, give them a, a bonus because they're rolling. They're, they they look, look like a team that's going to be really hard to beat. They just, I mean, they just lost uh, Devin Bush on the defense. So Who's that's really good. Little, good. Who's really good? He, I mean, he's their he's their defensive play caller. He's the guy in the middle that uh, you know, that's making those those calls. It, it, but they're still a good team. I mean, T.J. Watts, unbelievable. He's just like what his brother was in his prime. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, they look better than the Ravens right now. Well, and, and I just – to me, it's like, okay, last, last week Claypool, four touchdowns. This week, Connor, a couple of touchdowns. Next week, it'll – you know, maybe Juju gets going. Like, they got, they got well, a lot of weapons. So. For my fantasy team, I would hope so. But they got a lot – I mean, that's the thing. They got a lot of weapons. And, and I know it's been a year off, but, like, Ben, ben Roethlisberger's the same guy he's always been. He's going to drop back. He's going to chuck it. He knows what he's doing back there. And if he stays healthy, they're not going to lose a lot of games. All right. What you got next, man? What in the world was Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, thinking, going for two? I get it. He's a gambler. He wanted to put the game away. They're the Giants. Go to overtime and take your chances. They haven't real. they didn't do much the entire game offensively. And you're just going to give them the win if you don't get it. I think it was a, a terrible call. Houston did it. They went to overtime. They ended up losing. But still, they gave their team a chance to win it. Thus is the story of the Washington football team. This is a team, and I know at the end of the day, Kyle Allen finished with a decent line. Right. 31 of 42, whatever. But you are choosing to play. You are a bad football team right now. And you're choosing to play a guy who's not a very good quarterback. You just lost to the Giants. That's all I'm going to say. You lost it. I mean, this is, the, this is the NFC East, I mean, in a nutshell. But, like, you're the Washington football team. You're trying – you have to rebuild. Like, stop pretending like a win is going to make any difference. You're going to move to two and four. I know that division is bad, but you're not winning it. Right. You're not winning it. Yeah, I put Haskins back in, figure it out, and figure out what you have if you have them. I mean, we, we talk about it. When you're a team that isn't great, you need to figure out what you have in the youth. Well, and I read, I read an article, a couple articles today about Haskins and how last year people didn't like his work ethic, and this year people didn't like his work ethic. And I, and I on some level, can understand why you might say, like, you know what, I don't want to roll with this guy. But again – Kyle Allen is not your, your, your solution at quarterback. Alex Smith isn't your solution at quarterback. 
Dwayne Haskins might not be your solution at quarterback, but you got him under contract for the next four years at a pretty cheap price. So at least get, say to him, listen, man, why don't you step up your work ethic? Like, right. step it up. Give it a try. Let's see what we can do. You're one and five now. I guess you could have been two and four. I just don't understand. Like, you're, you're – this team isn't getting any better anytime soon, and you might as well give it a try. You got a rookie running back. You got a second-year quarterback in Haskins. You got some young guys on the offensive side that can make plays. You got Chase Young, who's an absolute monster on the defensive side. And you're trying to go for two against the Giants. Like, like big whoop, you beat the Giants. Like, it's not a big – like, like I, I don't know. You're right. Like, other team. Five other teams had beat the Giants going into that week. They don't know what they're doing. Nope. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, and Ron Rivera I thought was going to be the answer in that, in, that, in that program, but it's not. I don't know if it is. So, right. so like we, we talked about this, gotta give, we got to give the coach some time to actually get through it. I mean – I, so I agree, but, like, again, we talked about this last week. When you bring your quarterback along for the ride and you make him the quarterback a couple of weeks in the season – who is clearly not going to be the future at quarterback for that team. What you're saying to the program is I'm just trying to win games right now, even though we're not very good. Right. If, I, I, if you're, if you're on the Washington football team right now, you got to be going to Rivera's office being like, is, is really our future in Kyle Allen? Like, is he the best, like he might be the best guy to get us a, a win against the giants, but like, are we, are we going to the Super Bowl with Kyle Allen? That's not happening. It might not be Dwayne Haskins, but you might as well try. Absolutely. You know? All right. I said this earlier. I, w- I need folks to chill on Miami being a good team. I know people are excited. Rich Eisen tonight saying that Miami's got a shot at the division. Like, I need, I need him to just chill. Um, there are three wins. I know they beat the Niners last week when Jimmy Grabolo was on, like, one bat, like, one leg. There are the teams they beat are the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. So, like – Let's see him play some more good teams and see what happens. Like, right. just, that's all I want to say. Like, people are really excited. I said, just wait for Fitz to implode like, he does, like he's going to do. Somebody tweeted at me that Tua is just coming off the bench. Like, okay, cool story. But, like, I don't think Coach Flores is switching anytime soon. No, doesn't look like it. He's, he's going to ride Fitz out. It's going to end poorly for him. The four-interception game is coming. I'm telling you that right now. Shane Gailey's offense of checkdowns is coming. It's, it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. And, and, and when, they're, when they finish the season at 7-9 and nine, and they, they wasted an entire year of Tua's career, at me, bro. Like, chill I mean, at least, at least we got the answer that he's healthy enough to get into a game because he got in for a couple throws, which is good. I mean, now there's at least – I mean, the way the crowd reacted to him getting yeah. in, maybe the, after that four-interception game that's coming – Maybe Flores gets a little uh, little nervous and at least thinks twice about putting him in, but we'll he see what happens. Of fits all the way through. All the way through. And then they're going to give him some, some extension, and Tua's going to be sitting on the bench like, what am I doing here? What, are, what am I doing? What am I doing? What you got? You got anything else? I'll go one more. Fantasy football is crazy. Like, one week, I'm fantastic. Next week, <laughs> Luck, I'm bro. And, and, I, and, and And I wasn't going to even talk about this, but Ezekiel Elliott, who's amazing, has been amazing, now has two fumbles tonight in this game and has now ended my chance of going 6-0 and in my fantasy football league. Like, every move we make, we talked about it. 
you played Jefferson for two weeks. Then you decide to sit him and he goes off for like 75 points. I pick up, I don't remember. I pick up Hardman because he's expected to be the guy that kind of has that, that game tonight. Nothing to fill in for Sammy Watkins. It's just, uh, we didn't even talk about Sammy Watkins with KC when he gets back. It's they're crazy, but <laughs> fantasy football is just insane. It, like, fantasy football is luck. You, really, what you do. Yeah. It, it, it's the wrong move. Yeah. I mean, again, fantasy football, you have to draft a good team and you have to hope that they stay healthy and you have to hope that in true. I'll be honest. You have to almost hope that you don't have enough talent on your roster where you have to just play a certain group of guys every week, week in and week out. Because if you have too much talent, you start double, you start triple guessing yourself. Yep. You start doing things like I did where I was like, Oh, Jefferson had a couple bad games. Let me take him out of the lineup. Let me put this guy back in. And he goes off. It's all luck. That's why you just got to get to the playoffs and, and then, you know, try to outlast the team through injuries. That's, that's pretty much all you can do. No doubt. All right, last one. Last one. Yeah. The beginning of the season, a lot of talk about how Tampa Bay was going to play, how the Patriots were going to play. Cam Newton came out on fire. Tom Brady stumbled a little bit. Um, I think I'm here to say that the Tampa Bay experiment is working out really well. Mm-hmm. And there's some serious issues with what the Patriots are doing. I mean, I agree with you. I think they got caught up with in the – so the opposite of what happened to Tennessee happened to the Patriots. They had the, the game canceled for COVID. Cam, or Cam was hurt or had COVID, so he didn't play in that game. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't played in two weeks. And then he comes out. And it, so, yes, it's not working out well, but I think they actually had – what everyone thought Tennessee would have happened to them. Like they'd be sluggish they, and they just did not come out ready to play, even though they've had two weeks off. They, they played a bad team. Also, like, let's be clear. Like they, they played the Broncos. The Broncos aren't good. And they, again, I think people realize like, if you just, if, if the Patriots are going to run this offense where it's, it's, you know, the option every time with Cam and they're trying to run the ball, you just put eight in the box. The yeah. wide receivers aren't that great. So if you got a couple of quarterbacks that can play, you just bump him at the line and you force Kim to make a decision. And yeah, it's just not, it's not great. You it know? So like, I feel like Patriot fans are probably feeling it a little bit. I know they haven't felt this way in a long time, but it, it's coming. The end is coming. I, yeah. It, it's, it's been interesting. I did. I, I happened to walk into the liquor store to get some beer and um, the game was on at the end of the game when uh, Edelman threw it to Cam Cam catches it and like breaks the tackle and was, it was pretty much awesome. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, I mean, he's, he, he's still a freak of nature, even though he's deteriorating, but uh, they're, they're in trouble. Right. I know. And Tampa Bay seems to be like, they're, they're kind of humming along. They got some things going on there. They do. All right. Let's move to the major league baseball world series. Last night, the Dodgers, Outlasted the Braves in seven games. Um, and so it's a Tampa Bay, Los Angeles Dodgers World Series. Before we get to that, give me your thoughts on Atlanta. It was a series. I mean, you th- literally, they had three innings of bad pitching. Like, of really bad pitching. They had the, the, the 11-run inning, first-run inning. Right. Um, in game three. They had in game five, they let up, I think, three or four in an inning and lost seven to three. And then 
uh, uh, Saturday, they let up in game six, Max Fried let up three, but then still pitched six and two thirds. Right. And, what, and they lost three to one. The offense didn't show up in the last two games. The pitching actually did. Yeah. Um, it, it gives me hope for next year. I mean, the offense will be back. Hopefully they can offer – maybe they'll get their heads out of their asses and, sigh and try and give Ozuna some money and keep him around because he, <laughs> he's really good in the middle of that lineup. Um, and, you know, Freddie Freeman, he's the MVP of the league. I don't care what anyone says. You can fight me about it. I don't care. If he doesn't win, it's an absolute travesty. I'm looking forward to it. Sroka's going to come back. Freed showed he can pitch. They have three rookies this year that pitched well. He had a rookie pitch game seven. Right, and he did well. Yeah. You got Kyle Wright, and you got um, Bryce Wilson, who pitched a great game four. It was amazing. And the bullpen will be good. So, you know what? They didn't do it this year. I didn't expect them to do it this year. So we'll retool, be ready for next year. And, you know, I'm a Braves fan. I'm used to them coming up short and choking. <laughs> well, you know what's tough is is why it would have been really cool for the Braves to, to get here is the chances of the Braves being this good over 162 games, in my opinion, isn't as good as the Dodgers being this good over 162 games. Right. Because the Dodgers have been there over the last couple of years, and then they just added Mookie, Mookie Betts. Um, and so it, that's why, I mean, I kind of like, I dig the Rays being here because even though the Rays have been good for a while, like they always seem to like gas out at some point. And so it'd just be cool to see two teams that like probably normally wouldn't be in this position being there. Yeah. It'd been nice to see the Braves make it. Plus the Dodgers have a ridiculous payroll, which I'll get to in a minute. And so like, it's just, it sucks that they didn't get it done, especially since they were on the doorstep. But you're right. I mean, the future is bright for them, and that's all you can ask for. No doubt. And, I, I mean, I'm sticking with my preseason pick, Dodgers, to win the World Series. Yeah. They're probably going to win. I'm probably okay with that. I don't want any team in the AL East winning if it's not the Red Sox, so I have to go for the Dodgers. I just want to say this real quick. Payrolls for these two teams. The <laughs> Dodgers, $191 million. The Rays, 67 million adjusted for this year 107 versus 28 so you're basically saying that the Dodgers have around three times the payroll that the Rays have so like kudos to the Rays for doing what y'all been doing for years kudos to the Dodgers for going all in every year as a Red Sox fan who I am reminded every day I watch the playoffs that Mookie Betts is now in the Dodgers and now not the Red Sox, which is absolutely foolish given that they have billion-dollar owners that have lots of money. Kudos to both of these teams for the way they do it. Dodgers, they go all in. Rays, they figure out a way to make it work. They got tons of strategy, tons of analytics. They do all these crazy things. Yeah, I think Dodgers, let's say six. I I want Mookie to win MVP just because Mookie's the best. His His defense is ridiculous. Guy's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, he didn't even play that well offensively, but nope. he made two unreal catches. Yeah. I mean, he was, he, he was an incredible right fielder in, in Boston where right field is like the toughest place to play ever. I mean, he, I mean the, he probably saved game six with that catch with Azuna. And he took a home run runaway last night. He and did. then he took a home runaway, yeah. You know? Yep. I mean, that's just fact. He took a runaway, and you guys lost by one run. <laughs> yep. You know? And Pache, uh, and Pache missed one by like that much, and the the back the second of the back to backs. 
What are you going to do? Right. All right. Last call brought to you by Progression Brewery. What you got tonight, Dean? All right. So. I like that. You set it up so well. This is going to be great. Sports are awesome. And I'm going to tell you why. COVID happened. We lost it, right? At the end of COVID, or at the beginning of COVID, the Bruins were the team to beat. They were 100 points. The only team, I think the next closest team was eight points. Celtics were having a good year. We don't know what the Braves are going to do, but we had high expectations. They get to go start playing. Bruins, they're going to win it. They're playing great. They get past Carolina. They're game one. I think they were up in game two of Tampa Bay, and then they oh. just yep. explosion. Sees doorstep of the NBA Finals. Implosion. Braves, doorstep of the World Series. Implosion. And you know what's great about sports? Can't wait till next year. And, you know, this is what brings us back every year. It doesn't matter how good or bad the team is. We, next year's the year. It's going to happen. And we love it. We, we, we talk ourselves into it. And you know what? I look forward to seeing how the Packers are going to let me down this year. <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen because you, you had a tough COVID. You had, and, and yesterday was a tough, tough, tough day for you. Um, I'm going to say this. About two weeks out from the presidential election, folks, just go out and vote. I guess I would say vote for whoever you want to, though I wouldn't vote for the guy that's currently in office right now because he's a straight psychopath, and I don't think he does anything good for this country. But regardless, do not let anything stand in the way of you voting, whether it's mail-in, whether it's in person, whether it's by proxy, you know, because that's what the president does. Whatever it is, get out there and vote. All right? Early voting is open here in Massachusetts. Do it. Let your voice be heard. Make sure your vote's counted. Yeah, we got we to gotta, we gotta get that, that guy out. <laughs> I mean, we do. But you know what? Go vote. Go vote. It is what it is. All right, y'all. Till next time, we'll see y'all. Be good. Peace.